Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father Paul Rutten. And we're broadcasting this morning from Father's office yes, at St. Yes. Mary's Welcome Parish. to my office. <laughs> Welcome. It's a very clean office. Uh, really? <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> uh, I have high expectations. <laughs> well, I'm excited for our next guest there live in Father's office yes. with us, Thomas and Alexis Most, Thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks Absolutely. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. I'll let ladies go first. <laughs> sure. So my name is Alexis Motes, formerly Alexis Koziak. Um, I grew up in Sioux Falls, went to college in Atlanta, Georgia, and then I came back for medical school. Um, but right before medical school, I got married to my beautiful husband here. Uh, and he is we have, Right? <laughs> and we have um, a son, Gregory, at home, um, and a daughter who will be born in April. Wow. Yeah, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, talk about what we do at all. So I work... Um, at an elementary school, so I work in special ed, um, and Alexis is in medical school, so she's <laughs> been doing that for the last three years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How do you balance it all? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's a good answer. That's about the only way we can yeah. balance anything. <laughs> so you said you have a child at home, and then you're expecting mm-hmm. your second child. Um when you got married, was natural family planning a part of that? So we have been taught by the Catholic schools our whole lives, um, and okay. natural family planning was what we went into marriage with the intention to practice. Okay. Yep. And was how was that conversation before you got married? Were you both, was it something you had to convince one or the other, or were you both on board? We were, we were both, on board. We were both pretty much on board. Yeah. Nice. Um, His father's like, wow. We, like, priest dream. <laughs> It was actually something that, you know, we wanted to do when we started our marriage because, so, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this at all. So Alexis actually had, um, she had a condition called endometriosis, which, so to treat that um, requires taking um, medicine, which is more commonly used for birth control. Um so it was something that we had to be really intentional about is that we wanted to, um, in our marriage, we wanted to uh, do natural family planning. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for those of our listeners that might not be familiar with natural family planning, what is that? Well, basically, so it's spouses, you know, there's maybe more technical jargon that that you could use, but basically it's spouses communicating and understanding when um, the woman will ovulate so you can either get pregnant or that you can postpone pregnancy. And there's different methods of that that you can use. So you can use a woman's temperature or different like signs in her body that can help you know. There's even like very scientific ways that I as a medical student like where you can just know by taking a test when you ovulate. Right. Um, but ultimately all the methods, that's the goal is to just know when that is happening for a woman. And what are some uh, unexpected, um, I don't know, things that have happened within your marriage that you didn't expect to happen by doing NFP as a couple? How has it helped you as a couple? Well, I think there's um, there's definitely a difference in the way it's talked about before you get married and then actually... Um, practicing practicing it. Practicing it in, mm-hmm. in your marriage. So, you know... I mean, at our engaged encounter, for example, and 
and maybe this is something that um, you know we can work on as you know as a church and how we how we discuss these topics. But you know, you talk about that it's you know it's it's natural and it's um, effective, um, but you don't always talk about um, that it's challenging sometimes. Um, and so you know, at least for me as a man, um, you know, other men maybe think this too is that the, that um, abstaining at different parts. Um, can sure. be difficult, and women have a different experience. And um, do you want to do you want to mention your experience at all? Or? Yeah, well, and I think too, there's there's a lot of there's definitely challenges, but there's a lot of good things too. I came into marriage with certain expectations about that part of our relationship, and they were much different than what I ended up experiencing. Um, and just natural family planning is a way that you have to communicate with your spouse you have to if you don't you're you're gonna be in a world of hurt so um it really made me more aware of my own um place and our relationship and making sure that i was treating like intimacy as like a gift of myself um and not just something that was what you do when you're married Mm -hmm. um and that was something that I came to more gradually in something that was there because of natural family planning for me. So for those that know a little bit about natural family planning, it's the woman make, you know, checking her cycle and different signs to know whether or not you are fertile. Have you found that it has been one-sided? Have you found that it's mainly fallen on her shoulders or have you taken an active role in it also? So, I mean, she definitely has a greater understanding of what is actually occurring with her body, but I think it it does make us communicate. So, you know, I do have to be aware of what's going on. And I think that's been a good thing, too, in just, um, you know, understanding what um, God's plan for Mm -hmm. sexuality actually is. So it's, it's not just a biological drive which it certainly is but it's also it's an exchange of persons Um, and so um, I need to treat her like a person um, and and understand that um, you know if I'm going to love her I need to accept her and that includes accepting um, what her body does and um, and being in um, communication about that and as a medical student, I don't mind knowing all the stuff about what my body is doing. <laughs> that's what I'm literally being trained to do. Right. So that part of it has never been an issue for me. I just have to communicate to him what's going on. So that's been okay. Yeah. So, Father, what are, what are some of the things that on your side doing marriage prep? Sure. Well, one of the things that I, I discovered is, you know, people really seem to have an already preconceived notion so it's really a hard topic because they're really pretty much Mm -hmm. there the other thing that i found uh that was important that i worked on afterwards was it really is one of these things because people like have opinions you sometimes decide we're just not going to talk about it yeah like so i used to joke that there we need to teach like the secret handshake (laughs) so you could find other couples in your parish who are also and so what Mm -hmm. i actually ended up doing was starting a group and inviting anyone that practices to come together and then they could share and then the guys could get together and they could talk and say like this is what i'm experiencing this is really hard or this is really good um and i found that what was unfortunate completely unfortunate is the couples who are practicing feel isolated Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. within their own church. And you're like, oh my gosh, right. like, mm-hmm. like you should not feel alone. Yep. But you just don't know, yeah. and you don't want to get into it because you don't want people that. Well, why are you having another kid? Or blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's super polarizing. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, let's just teach a secret handshake, and then you're gonna know, <laughs> and then you can go out for coffee later, and you don't. But right. I'm like, yeah. how sad. Yeah. Right. So that's that's one of the things that I've found trying to help couples to meet other couples so that you can get a sense of is this normal? Sure. And then yeah. you're like, yep, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, and uh, and I think too. Um, you know, a conversation about NFP, you know, I think part of it has to start with a conversation about, you know, what is God's plan for marriage? Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, what what NFP isn't is just a, a, you know, a natural Catholic way of of preventing pregnancy. You right. know, that's not yeah. really what it is. Um, it's not so you can plan out, yeah. you know, your perfect family, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's like a. It, it's it, it has to be. It has to be. A, you know, you have to be in relationship and and um, you know also discussing with God. Okay, God, what do you want? Right. What do you want for my family? It's not so you can you know plan out what you want in a in in you know a, a natural way. Yeah. yeah, especially if God is. You know what I see more is sometimes God is saying, "I don't want you to have a kid right now." Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And we live in a culture that it just believes right. that if I want this, I should have it. Yep. And mm-hmm. so it really yep. is if you're not in relationship with each other and with God. Yeah. When He says you no, know, because there yeah. it's hard because there are serious reasons. We why. were talking. We were talking before just about how it's sort of sometimes marketed as like the Catholic substitute for contraception, right. and they'll talk to you about like the how it's just as effective as this form of birth right. control or just as effective as that. And I don't think that's necessarily the way you should be looking at it <laughs> because. I mean, there are definitely serious reasons to avoid pregnancy, like if you have health problems or if your marriage is struggling, but ultimately, um, these are decisions that you should be making in communication with God, not um, just because you want to do it whenever you want to do it, sort Mm -hmm. of. It it should be a constant, natural sort of form of communication, not an artificial plan of what you want your life to look right. like. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it is, it's a challenge. So for uh, couples that are listening to how well you guys communicate with each other and not, are on the same page, what advice would you get? I, I'm assuming that you didn't start at this level. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you think we're good communicators. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a challenge. Um, It definitely started out much more difficult, especially as you're learning the methods of natural family planning. I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have is there's a lot of different ways you can do it and not all of them are going to work for people. Um, So that communication can be really difficult because when I don't know what's going on with my body, um, we can't have intimacy if we're not trying to get pregnant. Um, and so just making sure that we're really honest about how we're feeling, I think is important. And I'm not sure that's something that I always did at the beginning. I don't know if, I don't know how you feel about it, but, um, I think that communication definitely improves over time. Once we got more into like the rhythm Mm -hmm. of actually practicing it, there were still challenging months or challenging times, Mm -hmm. but practicing the communication was a lot easier once you figured out what was going on so for those that let's say maybe um the wife might be on board for it but the husband's a little leery what would you what advice would you give to them uh advice to a husband um 
I would say that you know there's there's a lot of you know it can be intimidating you know technical um, kind of language you know if you, especially if you kind of read maybe the language that the church has used if you maybe have had you know uh, a, a church document or encyclical <laughs> read to you at your mm -hmm. at your at your uh, <laughs> engaged encounter weekend or something you know that can be really intimidating but it's really not you know it's not just about you know rules that right. the church arbitrarily wants you to follow um, it's really about just understanding what is best for your marriage and for your relationship and what's going to set you up for you know success and and to participate you know what god wants for marriages which is fruitfulness mm -hmm. um and I would say, too, just knowing why he was nervous about it. Like, why right, doesn't he want right. to practice? Is he nervous that they're going to have 13 kids? Is he right. nervous <laughs> that he's um, not ever going to be able to be intimate with his wife? Is he nervous yes, that absolutely. there's going to be communication problems? Um, I think that understanding the reason, there's very individual reasons why people don't want to practice natural family planning. Mm -hmm. um, I come from a family that doesn't necessarily practice natural family planning. Right. And they all have their own reasons for it and they're all different yeah. mm -hmm. so i think that you need to come at those types of people who have fears and they're valid and they just need to be addressed individually too yeah. i think that is important when you're talking to people about it very yeah. good any last thoughts before we let you go our time is already over <laughs> um i just wanted to say we were talking about this before if you're nervous about national planning or if you have more questions or if you just want to know like the different methods um i'd love to leave my email with you guys and be a resource for people Wonderful. there's not a whole lot of that going around and mm -hmm. i am unique in the fact that i've got some medical portions right. and some catholic portions so especially women and i think my husband would be more than willing to talk to men about it too so we'd be happy to leave our email with you guys Wonderful. Wonderful. Beautiful. And would you recommend it to others? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> there we yes. go. There we go. That was a good plug. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning and being a witness for the beautiful work of NFP. Thank you. Thank you. All right. God bless. Well, Father. Here we go. I know. It goes fast. It really does go very fast. and We, we probably could have given him my time for the reflection, but... I suppose I'll still. I want to hear your reflection. I'm, I'm, I'm selfish that way. But <laughs> for those of you, um, like Alexis said, that if you want more information or wanted to talk to either of them more personally, she will leave her information with us, and just um, give us a shout out to um, Real Presence Radio, and we will pass that along to you. So That's I always wonderful. love it when people are open to sharing what they've learned and what they've fallen yeah. in love with. Absolutely. No, and I do think there is that need to really try to make more connections for people. Yes. Uh, so that you can find support uh, in the midst of it all. Yep. Um, so. All right. Well, up next, we'll have our very own Father Paul Rutten. He'll be leaving us with a reflection on the upcoming gospel reading for the first Sunday of Lent. Lent is already here. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment on Real Presence Live. Real 
Students Radio is now accepting applications for a full-time administrative assistant to the programming director. A qualified candidate should demonstrate excellent self-management and time management skills and have excellent oral and written communication skills. Tasks will include assisting in lining up daily guests for our local program, Real Presence Live, writing talking points and promotional material for program segments, and managing a programming calendar. Degree or experience in communication or business administration is preferred but not required. For more information, contact Brandon at 877-795-0122. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Today's programming on Real Presence Radio is brought to you in part by Steve and Rhonda Logring. Steve and Rhonda invite you to join them in celebrating their 7th leap year wedding anniversary and 28th year of marriage this Saturday, February 29th. Giving thanks for their vocation of marriage and the many blessings received through it, especially their five children. They hope you consider continuing your support of Real Presence Radio to inspire as many people possible to come to know the truths and blessings of the Catholic faith. Congratulations to Steve and Rhonda on their special wedding anniversary. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Father Paul Rutten. And we get a five-minute session with you, Father Paul Rutten. Yes. We're in Lent. Coming up is the first Sunday of Lent. What are some thoughts on that? Well, there, you know, there's a lot of thoughts. Our, our first weekend of Lent this year, we get to hear uh, the fall of Adam and Eve. Uh, and then the temptation of Christ is the the gospel. And it, it, it always presents us this real mystery that we have this idea that as Jesus has been led out into the desert uh, to be tempted, that there sometimes people can have this sort of approach. And, and even, you know, Pope Francis discussed possibly changing the way we say the Our Father, because this idea that somehow God like wants to make us tempted so that we can fall, and, and this real reality that it's not that God wants us to be tempted, but that at times in our life we, we can be tempted, uh, either because we've placed ourselves uh, in a particular position of temptation, um, you know, and so even that, the Church encourages us, if something is a, a temptation and we know it, we should probably avoid it. But sometimes things happen, and there's nothing I can do about it, and I'm just found there. What I find most you know, it, it profound and I think important for people to reflect on is the fact that, that Satan has the audacity to tempt Jesus. <laughs> like, you think about this. like, But again, he's human. Uh, and so his humanity has the capacity to be tempted. Like, he's not 
he's not freed from this. And so again, this real realization that even God himself permits himself to experience struggles and challenges in that. Uh, and what I, what I think Satan does that, that he does not just with Jesus, but he does with each and every one of us is he uses a simple word, if. And he gets you to stop and say, if, and then expound on that. So if you are the son of God, then do this and let's see it. Like, let's prove that you really are the son of God. Uh, because if you are, then this should happen. Uh, and so there can be this temptation in ourselves. Like, like if I'm good enough, bad things won't happen to me. And thus something bad happens to me. And I say, well, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I didn't try hard enough. Maybe I did something wrong in that. And and Satan wants us to to sort of have this idea that if you were something different, then it wouldn't be so bad. Or, or if you would do this, then this. Uh, and this real realization that you're, each person's dignity, each person's self-worth is already inherent in them. That there, isn't, there really isn't anything that I can do to earn the dignity of being a human. I, I simply am, simply because I am a human. Uh, and we run into this real challenge in our culture today because we often associate people's dignity with what they can do. You know, and so we look at that and we say, well, they can't do anything. So why is their life of value? Like, I can't do anything anymore. Uh, and in reality, I can still have dignity even when I can't do something. And in fact, sometimes more can be accomplished when I'm unable to do the things that I think are important uh, in the midst of all of that. Uh, and so it is this idea that as we head into Lent, um, I think there can be this temptation. If you were a good Catholic, you wouldn't struggle with this. Uh, if you were a good Catholic, this would be easy. And, and I think we can get discouraged. You know, I don't know. It's it's Friday. Maybe people have already failed at their, you know, Lenten resolution. <laughs> you know, it was like the other, you know, Wednesday night, I found myself uh, opening the fridge and I almost <laughs> ate a piece of pizza. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it's Wednesday. I'm like, uh, if I was a better priest, you know, this idea, like if I was a better mother, if I was a better father, if I, if, if, if then all these things wouldn't happen. And Jesus is really trying to say to us, no, it's not about if you were better or if you do this, you already have this. And so how do I stop and allow myself to really experience and and receive the dignity that is inherent in me? And then I simply do what I do uh, out of that that real understanding of of the great gift uh, in, in the midst of it all. It also, I think, is important uh, that Jesus also knows Scripture. Uh, and so for us, you know, maybe for some of us during our Lenten season, to just take some time and, and read the readings, you know, to, to just give ourselves the opportunity to become more uh, aware of them and, and, and to let them speak to us in the midst of it all. But I would say, uh, as we head into this first week of Lent, uh, to really ask the question, where, where does Satan try to say, if in my life and then to really pray for the Holy Spirit to help me to know that the if isn't the factor in my life but the dignity that that's already there simply because I am
So it's uh, it's good. I enjoy Beautiful. it. I'm looking forward to it. And then the devil left. <laughs> and the angels came. Uh, so there is always a, a light at the end of the tunnel. I love it. Thank you so, so much for that reflection. You're welcome. Well, we are Friday. It is Friday. Yes, Friday. You hadn't Friday, heard. Friday. It's Friday. It is Friday. And Eli, we've got a whole week set up for Real Presence Live. What do we got going on next? You know, week? we sure do. And you know, today's show and the the end of the shows of this week is is like right now. But that doesn't mean that there's never going to be another Real Presence Live. Oh no, right. there's no. another one coming up on Monday with Janine <gasps> Bitson and Brad Gray. They'll be coming to you from our Fargo studios. First off, it's one of the three leading causes of divorce in our nation, money issues. How can couples effectively integrate marriage and money? Well, we'll find out as we visit with Pat McIntyre at Wealth Management, uh, the Wealth Manager at Choice Financial Wealth Management. And what do Elijah and the Blessed Virgin Mary have in common? Well, we'll find out as we visit with Father David Gunter of the Marians of the Immaculate Conception about his upcoming presentation entitled The Days of Elijah and the Coming Triumph. And its mission is to renew Catholic families by awakening and strengthening Catholic men. What is this group, and how are these men seeking to strengthen other men? That's what we'll find out as we visit with Father Peter Andrel of the Diocese of Fargo. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on our next show, Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right. Thanks, Eli. Wow. That's it, Father. That's it. I made We're it. Done. Another, another week. Another week, another, another show. <laughs> and for those of you that missed any of our excitement and want to listen to us over and over and over again, you can. Yep. Go to they, the Real Presence Radio app or the website, website. and you can find it podcast for We've us. now linked. This is very exciting for me because it's yourcatholicradiostation.com. We've yep. also linked realpresenceradio.com. Oh, nice. So that if you can go to either, either one. Either, either, either. You can go on and listen to Father and Heather all day. Yep, you just put it on repeat. I know. That might be more than you could handle. That might be your Friday Lenten pennies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us and letting yeah, us into absolutely. your homes this morning. It has just been an absolute pleasure and a fun show. So, Father, if you'll... Part us with your blessing. Sure. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless each and every one of us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May Mary keep us, watch over us. May we always know the gift that we are to those around us. May we allow Jesus Christ more fully into our life to fill us with his grace, his peace, and his blessing. May we know that this Lenten season is an opportunity to open our hearts to God's grace. We ask all of this through his name. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.